What's up, everybody? I still uh, do not have a good dance for <laughs> while that music plays on the video pod portion of the podcast. How's it going, everybody? It's Brent Mukai, voice actor, improv trainer, entertainer. I hope you're doing well out there. All you sweet, sweet mukuleles, all of you League of Extraordinary Brentmen, all you Brentologists out there, you crazy, crazy mukakis. What's going on with you? What is? What the hell is going on with you? I hope good things. What's up, Valerie? Way too long since I've seen you, Val. I don't go out to the shows anymore. One of the big things happened to me last year. I stopped doing comedy. Stopped doing the stand-up. Stopped doing the stand-up bit. It was fun while I did it. But, uh, man, just uh, it's tough. Tough life. Not the life I want. Not the life I wanted. I saw a lot of people at the top, people doing it full time. Looked at their life was like, this is for some people. This is life is for some people. This is not. This is not the life for me. I don't want to be hanging out doing all this. I don't want to be. You know, I don't want to be at the top of my career, spending forty weeks out of the year just traveling. You know, I want the family. I want the. I want the whole. I want the whole thing. I want the whole pot. You know what I'm saying, Val? So I'm sorry. I miss you. But not enough to come back. Uh, our Brent is growing up. Thanks, Gossamer Goddess. My coworkers have an inside joke that the keto diet consists of dick and water. <laughs> so I hope your diet is going well. That's exactly what's happening, dude. Uncle Jeff, 30. Damn, you're old. I know, dude. You know it, dude. Look at me. I shaved my head last year. Like, it looks good on 20-year-olds. Looks good on 20-year-olds on a 30-year-old. Mm, the bald head look, really? Really, we going there? It helps, though. It helps that, like, bald guys. Like, dudes have just gone bald, and it's just look. It's just looking fresh. The Rock has a lot to do with it, you know. Um, Bruce Willis has a lot to do with it, you know. There's the, like, the bald look, the shaved head look, damn, man. Man, was that is, is has that come up in the last like you couldn't you couldn't be rocking this in you know the nineties especially the eighties when all those hair bands are coming out fuck you dude you can't <laughs> what are you gonna do what are you gonna do you're gonna not have hair in the eighties when everybody just has hair that's why everybody who was in the eighties grew up in the eighties don't want to cut the hair they you know th this is it's 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 retracting you know this is this is like eighties right here. This is 90s, this is early 2000s, baby, and it's like, it's time to go. It's time to say goodbye to that old friend, but if you grew up in the 80s, I get it. You want to keep the hair, because you're you're, all your heroes had the most hair. Whether they were a man or a woman, they just had so much hair. Everybody rocking the hair. You know, rock stars, movie stars. Is there any other type of stars? There weren't podcast stars, there weren't radio stars in the 80s. We wanted video. We wanted video. We wanted mustaches and long-ass hair, and I, I don't have either of those things. Don't have either of those, so whatever. You know, this is a good time to be alive. For all us baldies out there, because this is the best time to be alive. Just shave your head, dude, and then you'll find out. You'll find out. You might find out you have a weird-shaped head. That's fine. You can always grow it back out, but maybe shave it. Take that gamble. Throw that dice. Throw the dice. Be like, maybe, maybe this shaved. And I'm telling you, I like it. I love it. I love it a lot more. Snagged up a snagged up a lady right after I shaved the head. You know what I'm saying? I snagged up two ladies. Snagged up two ladies. There's a couple girls liking me on the on the on the old uh, OK Cupid. You know, 
That, that was this was months ago. Let's wrap it up. Let's 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 talk. Let's talk, shall we? Hell, I'm a lot older than you are, Uncle Jeff. That's cool, man. That gives me hope. I, you know, I know a lot of people who are like 50 or 60, and they're like fucking cool as shit. And I'm like, man, I ain't got. I don't. I don't have shit to worry about. I don't have shit to worry about because it's like I'm not gonna change. I think I'm still gonna be talking this much shit when I'm 50 and 60. Like this is the like this is who I am fundamentally. Like this is what I want to be. You know, I want to be like oh, so crazy. I'm a crazy man. You know, that's the kind of I want to be that cool old man. I want to be that dude who's like no that that dude that fucking 80 year old guy swearing he's so cool. He's what a cool dude. You know, like that's who I want to be. I'm thinking about that. I'm gonna be 29 in 12 days. Go August, babies. Leos unite. My friends, Leos unite. Let them hear you roar, baby. Like, Lion King just came out, man. Leos unite! Stop fucking around, man. Lions. We're the kings of the jungle. We're just smashing it up. We're walking around. We're just having all kinds of crazy, you know, tiger, lion, you know, unprotected. Just boom, smash it. <laughs> Oh boy. Anyways, um just tell them the bald head is a solar panel for a sex machine. <laughs> Gossamer goddess. Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just photosynthesizing so that uh this so that my sex machine can get some apt batteries. If you if you see what I'm saying, ladies, if you if you follow my logic, you know. Uh, <laughs> on Halloween, almost everyone at my Bible school dressed like the chaplain. One kid went as far as to shave his head. Our chaplain loved it. Man, that's commitment, and I respect the hell out of that. That is commitment to the max. Uncle Brent, no, snacks. You know, that's the problem, Katrina. You got you to gotta have a sister who's willing to have a child before you can become an uncle. So that's probably not happening to me for another, I don't know, never. <laughs> based on my sister's track record no she's great she's great she's great she's just picky she's out here being picky she's out here being like crazy pick my sister's just like i need these to be right and this guy i don't know if he's right and i'm like just got what the what the hell's the problem the hell's the problem he sounds like a nice guy sounds like a nice now far be it from me who's like four months in to relationship city right to give any kind of advice but i'm like four months in i'm like <laughs> i'm just over here cocky like yeah i think what you should do you need to you, this, this sounds this sounds like it's time to uh to, to put an ultimatum on the table you know <laughs> i'm aquarius sorry bro that's funny dude nikki because like aquarius and leo are like two opposite sides of the spectrum right one is water one is like fire it's like boom but there, apparently, like, some girl I was dating a while ago turned me on to this, uh, well, she turned me on, first of all. <laughs> Can't make those jokes when you're 30 years old, guys. You, you, better, you better lap it up while it's still here, because these, these quality, immature jokes, they disappear at 30. Okay, the second I turn 30, it's over. I'm all, if you don't, if I'm not talking right next to a, th right next to a water cooler it's over i'm not even talking i'm not even saying shit you know if i'm at a party i'm telling you that i gotta go home because i got kids waiting for me to read them bedtime stories 30 years old amazon's just gonna mail me some children 
died as soon as the day hits. Like, happy birthday. Here's children. Sleep paralysis demon. Yeah, Libra. That's cool. But I'm... This, the, she turned me on to us. There's a sun symbol and a moon symbol in the zodiac and depending on all of these things. And I found out that I am one part Leo. Like, I'm half... Like, my moon symbol or whatever. My sun symbol that is the strongest symbol is Leo. But my moon symbol, which is, like, the second strongest symbol, is Aquarius. And so, like, I have this... Uh, which is crazy because I've always felt like there are two voices in my head. Like, there, there's always been just very opposing thoughts and conflict within myself like when i was a kid i would be like well, that seems like a good idea but that might be bad in this idea but then that might be good in this case it just got too crazy and i and i now know it's because of my zodiacs i know i now know it's because of my zodiacs and if you don't think zodiacs are real then you're probably right and i'm just a crazy person so there's always that too um there you go, own boy. That's exactly it. No, you don't. My favorite aunt is not related to me. She's just best friends with my mom, and she has the same attitude as you said you wanted to be. Yeah, I just I'm a, I want to be just like laughing at farts at like eighty. Farts are gonna be funny, man. People telling you you can't laugh at farts when you're thirty just because you're grown. You're a grown man. You're laughing at farts. Yes. Fuck. Farts are funny. When are you people gonna? You know, like that's if you didn't laugh at that, what kind of monster are you? What kind of monster? It's like a little, little wet one. Of, you know, like, it's just I'm losing viewers by the minute. <laughs> this thirty, this thirty year broadcast not going so hot for me. Uh, farts are timeless. Thanks, Katrina. Someone who's been married a long time. You just kind of know when you find someone to be with. There isn't a checklist to know or anything. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Peridot, birthstone for August. Yeah. Yeah. My least favorite. Um, Maybe my, not least favorite. She grew on me, but in Steven Universe, Peridot. Hated Peridot. Really turning into a big Peridot fan. I think if if they put the stones, to the, the gems... To, to be representative of the birth year of the birth gemstone. I never thought of that, but that's fucking genius. If they did that, that's fucking genius. Because when I think about it, Peridot kind of is Leo-like. She's a little scamp. She's a little... She's feisty. She's, she's hard-headed. She's a scamp, ladies and gentlemen. And if they, if they were like... Peridot, oh, she'll be like a Leo-type character. That's fucking brilliant. Rebecca Sugar, you have my love. Either way, but especially if you went that far into the gemstone shit, oh, my goodness, oh, my God. Yes. I love that tiny space Dorito. Space Dorito? What the hell are we looking at? What the hell is space Dorito? What are we? I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't know what the space Dorito means. Is it like these things, these little things back here, these little space Doritos? Is that what we're talking about? Anyways, let's talk. Let's talk for a second, right? Let's talk how we got here. I'm about to be 30. Oh, Peridot is the space Dorito. <laughs> I love her. She grew on me. She grew on me. I haven't, I haven't, I'm not caught up to the latest season. I need to do that. I'm still not caught up with finishing Star Butterfly. Versus the Star versus the Forces of Evil, another great cartoon show. 
Um, but it's on Hulu, so I'm looking forward to, to, you know, slowly but surely. I'm like three episodes into the latest season. They just posted it up on Hulu. So, man, okay, so let's talk. What did I do in my 20s? Let's let's just have like a nice, like, let's just, let's just recap, huh? Let's just recap. I don't even watch Steven Universe, and I knew what that meant. <laughs> Dude, the movie is coming out for Steven Universe next month. Damn. You know I'm going to be up in theaters watching that shit. I am not going to cosplay, though, because there's not a really good... It's not like a really good fat character to cosplay as, you know? Like, I want to cosplay as somebody that I kind of already look like. Nobody really looks like anybody in the cosplay. It's, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. I can't go with Steven Universe. I don't want to wear a sweaty-ass, you know, afro on my head. So it's like, I'm not cosplaying to go, oh, Rose Quartz. That would be tight. That's a lot of makeup. That's too much makeup, in my opinion. I don't want to wear a big old wig. I just got rid of all the hair. I'm enjoying not having hair. I'm enjoying the coolness of it. Next month, it's still going to be 110 degrees out. I don't want to be wearing layered dresses. A layered dress, oh, that sounds hot. Oh, that sounds hot in both ways. Both ways hot. But, like, I don't want to shave my face. There's just a lot. There's just a lot. There's a lot. Where am I going to find that dress? <laughs> Where am I? Like, I'm all, I hate to, I hate to, like, shoot it down because it's a great idea. Man, oh, man. Just the picture ops alone on that. People would be like, can we get a picture? I hand them a business card, and I'm like, check out the podcast. Watch the episode that I got the idea. Moxie, that's a great idea, but it's just it's just, it's going to be too hot. Man, I'm going to be sweating all over, and I sweat so much as it is. Wearing a hot dress, like, ladies, I respect the fuck out of you for wearing hot dresses and all of this, like, warm clothes. It's like, fuck it, it's so hot right now, and I'm still seeing ladies... So I saw this lady in like a business coat thing, like a pantsuit type of shit. Like I was like, damn, dude, you're fucking, ooh, ooh. You know, guys are getting away with just wearing like the shirt that's, you know, long sleeve shirt with the slacks and the whatever. Like, ladies, you're wearing like a whole, you're wearing a whole outfit. And that's, oh, fuck, the cost, the cost of sexiness, dude. I'm telling you, it's too much. And as sexy as I would be as Rose Quartz, I'm not willing to pay the sexiness toll. The sexy, there's a toll. There's a toll to the sexiness. It's a lot of makeup. I don't want that. Cosplay is about the love. Be whoever you want. I know. I know. But you know what? I, d I just, there's nothing, there's like the idea of showing up somewhere and just being in the costume. Like if somebody like picked out the costume was like wear this i'd totally do it i have no desire and i would not even have fun finding like all of these clothes and like going on a clothes hunt going to like savers and all that that's not me like as much as i wish that was me that's just not me like I, it's not something i find enjoyment out of so it's like that's also part like if i had somebody who was like wear this I'm just going to send you the stuff. I I would love that. The picture opportunity. I, I, I love everything. I love everything. I love the, I love the, I love the idea of, uh, what's up, Blake? How you doing, bro? How's it going, soul? 
Uh, I love the idea. I love the idea of of going to a place and just being dressed up. Like that sounds fun. But I don't like the idea of like having to be there the whole time like that. To watch a whole movie in a dress. I guess it would be cooler in the theater. Well, yeah, but it's just like I don't want to go out. I don't want to go out and shop. I hate shopping for clothes as it is. Like if you notice, I'm never lavishly dressed, right? I just I, the shirts that I wear. I got this shirt, mind you, from the play that I did because I needed to wear a white shirt underneath my bigger all my other costumes. And they're just like, keep the shirts, keep the shirts. You've been wearing them, keep the shirts. So I have like four of these just white shirts. I have like shirts that people just give me. Right? Like, I just have a bunch of, like, just branded shirts. I can't remember the last time that I bought a shirt. Like, this shirt, this this is one of my favorite shirts. has uh, my favorite cat. It's got my favorite fucking cat on it. You know? Pusheen. Uh, my sister got me that for my birthday. I was, I was thrilled. I was happy. I was like, oh, Pusheen, that's cool. Thank you. But I, I don't buy shit. I can't remember the last time I bought actual clothing. Like, I'll buy some shoes when my shoes get all shitty and torn up, but, like, it's like I'm not, you know, if my jeans start ripping, I have, like, two or three pairs of jeans. That's it. That's all. I just want to be simple. I just like to keep it shit simple. And so there's an element to cosplaying that is so difficult, and that's finding all this shit. That's not anything I enjoy. I don't enjoy the process of it. Just the just the thought of going out to a bunch of stores to go shop for clothes that are going to be something that I wear. So that's ultimately what it is. That's the cosplay thing. A lot of people love it. A lot of people love it. If you're into fashion, I bet you love cosplay. I've never been into fashion. I've never been into wearing some shit. Like, I just never have. Like, And so, you know, to each their own. And to each, they're not own, and that's something that I'm not gonna own. Is is cosplay? I just, I, you know, somebody gets, somebody buys me a costume. Is like wear this to the thing. I'll do it. I'll do that for sure. But I mostly enjoy just watching other people cosplay. I'm not hating on cosplay at all. I love when people cosplay. It is fun. I take pictures with people when they cosplay. When people cosplay, it's always a good time. It's like, whoa, shit! You got the, you got the big half of a scissor from from Kill La Kill, and you're dressed just like the girl. And you go, oh man, this is crazy! Come here and let me take a picture with you. This is fucking great, right? Like, I love that. I love that, but all the rest of it, not a big fan. Not 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 the hugest fan of that. Uh, oh, dude, I hate clothes shopping, too. Clothes that look good aren't my style. Clothes that are my style are too revealing for my taste. Clothes that are my style are too revealing for my taste. What do you mean? What does that mean? If they're your style, well, how are, can they be too revealing for your taste? Are you saying that you you want to wear stuff that's revealing because you feel like that's your style? How can your style go against your taste? Like, oh, this is my style. Like, this shirt, this is so my style. Because it's simple as fuck. That's it. S-A-F. Simple as fuck. That's all I want. Simple as fuck shit. I don't need nothing else. Maybe sometimes, maybe sometimes if I'm feeling a little fancy, I'll throw on a nice collared shirt over it. Boom. Bang. That's it. Done. 
if I need to, if I need, if I absolutely need to, or if I'm just feeling it, if I'm just feeling it that day, I'm just like, yeah, looking good, feeling good, bing, bang, boom, ooh, 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 look at me, you know, like, I'll do it, I'll do that, but, like, all the rest of it, nah, not me, not even a little bit, not, not even close, I, I don't want to, People who are, like, wearing, the, like, the several jackets and just looking. Like, with all the zippers. Like, jackets with all the zippers. I have one jacket that's kind of like that. But, like, if you have multiple different jackets with, like, all these crazy fucking zippers. Nah. Nah. It's not me. I'm sorry. It's not. I don't want that. I don't. Fashion is not going to ever. I don't think I'm ever going to sell, like, a fashion line of shit. And it's just not something... I care about, or if I do, it'll just be like a shirt with a funny saying on it, because that's the type of shit I wear, I like shirts with like funny sayings, or like funny shit, I just don't buy them for myself, because it's like I have enough shirts, I have enough shirts, for me, fashion, clothes, all of this shit, it's just a, it's just, it is literally just like a, a means to an end, which is that when I walk outside, I don't have to be naked, that's all clothes are to me, um, what did I do with my 20s? Let's think. Some of the highlights. Some of the highlights of 20s. Um, so I started improv right before I turned 20. So I was 29. Uh, right. I, or I'm sorry. I was 19 right when I started improv, which was very cool. I loved it immediately. Um, I had taken some classes. I joined a team and bang i was it was like 19 yeah i was i was a yeah i was i was a month or so before turning 20 when i started doing improv and i loved it man i loved that shit so much still do still do love it still do enjoy it um 20 i did my first uh uh stand-up comedy i tried some stand-up man some crazy shit in my 20s man started taking trips in my pt cruiser my shitty pt cruiser out to los angeles to 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 pursue acting to just pursue some acting classes at a place called the lost studio while i was still also doing all of my full-time classes here in las vegas so i'd drive out there and then drive back like that day i'd drive out the night before uh because i think i had like a spare tuesday or wednesday off or something so i'd drive there monday night get to my buddy's place who was nice enough to let me um just crash on her couch i never even saw her either because by the time i got there she was asleep and then by the time she uh, and then she left by the time I woke up. So I'd wake up, go take this three-hour class on acting at the Lost Studio up on Melrose. and I think it was Melrose and First. And, uh, man, it was fun. It was fun times. It was good shit. I was just learning a ton. Um, super nice people. <sighs> man. I did a I did scene study out of a play called Fantasies at the Frick. Very fun play. Um Yeah. I mean, that was the 20s to me was like that that was the start of my 20s was like I I'm 18 was when I sort of was 
figuring it out. 19 was like when I started finding my voice and figuring out who I was and, you know, wanting to what I was wanting and what I wanted to pursue, you know, like that 19 for me was was a big year because I got I dropped a ton of weight. You know, I was I was feeling really good. I, I um, got to make out with this girl in the rain in Hawaii after watching Iron Man 2. I remember that very specifically. <laughs> um, just good shit all around, man. She got sick because we were making out in the rain and then I couldn't see her for the rest of the week. And so all the dates that I wanted to go on with her while I was still back home before I came back up from summer break got canceled because she got sick because we made out in the rain just some good just some funny shit you know i just saw like a post by her we're still friends on facebook i saw a post by her she's (laughs) she's doing good i think she's also a lesbian now so it's like uh that was (laughs) that was yeah that was just like a summer like a fun summer couple of dates fling that i had you know 19 was a fun year i got some i got my confidence up got my confidence i was just i was just a kind of a weirdo up until then i was just like a quirky kind of guy you know like he didn't i wasn't as personable like i was still personable but i wanted to be personable i just didn't know how to relate to people and then 19 came got more confident bang and then and then 20s was like 20 just started off well i figured out improv was like gonna be a big thing for me I was still doing filmmaking and, you know, trying to learn as much as I could from indie filmer, from indie filmmaking while also going to college, while also going straight to college and going to all those classes. Um, No, no, I worded that poorly. For instance, I love graphic tank tops for most shirts. The ones I have were from Christian events. So there's not cleavage and it isn't short in length. Every other store is all about the cleavage and or is a crop. Oh, I see what you're saying now. I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, that's fine. You don't need to show that cleavage, Nikki. Some girls are going to want us. Some girls love doing that. You don't have to be one of them. That's fine. We to each their own. That's why they invented so many different types of shirts to each their own. That's why I don't wear any. I don't want to show my cleavage off to nobody. This cleavage is a is a special is special. This is a special cleavage. It's a special cleavage right here. This is I'm leaving it up to your imagination. You know that it's sweet under here. You know that it's you know that I'm you know that it's nice. You know. You know that it's nice. I'm losing viewers by the second. Uh, <laughs> just lost 300 viewers just now talking about my cleavage. No, um but it's it's you know, it is it's going to be what it's going to be. That's it. That's it. Um yeah, so that's what I did for my 20s. Man, was that a busy time? Because I remember I would go to classes. I'd be beat. I'd do shows those night. I'd do shows like four or five times a week for improv. I'd just do four or five shows a week and then go to practices, run some practices. I just fucking loved all of it. Every single moment, every drop that I could of improv, It just it was a life-changing thing for me. It was a whole, it was a total life changer for me. Like, I got more positive. I became a better human being. I started listening better, you know, like all kinds of shit. What up, Robert Brooks? Brooks, what's going on, dude? JB Boretsky, you're not 30? No. 
and fuck you. <laughs> JB, I miss your ass, dude. Brooks, I miss your ass too, man. This is a shout. This is a shout out. Anybody listening right now? You like podcasts? You're obviously listening to this. You like podcasts? Go check out my buddy Brooks Lyles' podcast, Basement Buddies. It's fun. It's fun, and I end up, uh, you know, the episodes that I don't listen off. I don't listen often nor regularly. Brooks, I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest with you. However, when I do listen, I find myself laughing. I find myself nodding in agreement or disagreement because you guys have disagreements and i find myself siding with one of you guys you guys put on a really good fucking podcast man basement buddies podcast check that shit out um jb you man you you're you're just you're insulting me from a whole different time zone now you new york motherfucker (laughs) i miss you jb i miss you. you you you're missed i just want you to know you're 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 being missed from this man, from this man who's not quite 30 yet. I know, it's crazy. You look like 22, JB. Like the handsome 30, like a handsome 22. And uh, I just want to say I hate you for it. Also, the skater stores around here often have graphics I'm not willing to wear. Oh, that makes sense. Skater people, you know, they're rebellious. We're, we're putting middle fingers on the shirts or whatever. You know, I don't know. You know, I don't know if that's specifically it, but you know, we're putting gratuitous shit on our skater shirts because we're rebels. We're rebels. I didn't even say it right because that's how much of a rebel I am. I don't even say shit correctly because I'm such a rebel. Call me Patty Le- Rebel. <laughs> Thanks, Brent. I'll be seeing you in October. Yes, you will. I have not. I have not relayed this to Rob yet, but I don't. Mm, I don't know if okay, I don't know if I'm allowed to say I don't know if I'm allowed to say anything about what I'm about to say, but I'm going to word this in a way that I don't think anybody can get mad at me for. Um I am going to have an opportunity to be on uh a cable TV show, like a like an actual like national broadcast show. And that opportunity, um, it lo- what the only thing they told me was it's going to be a half day in mid October. So I just want to say, um, probably won't affect anything, but uh, it, it's it's yeah. There, there's there is uh, there's a possibility. That it might, uh, it might, and this, and and you know, no, not that I truly believe that anybody would be upset at me. That I'm like, I'm gonna get to be on TV, and I don't think I can make it. And people on the side, like, fuck you! I always knew you were a piece of shit, Brent Muka, you piece of shit, right? <laughs> I don't know who I'm imitating, even, but, um. <clears throat> there's a good chance from what I'm being told it's gonna it 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 looks like it's gonna happen of course I've been in this situation before and it's never done until you're signed and everything's there and even when you are signed this is another fun story I don't know if I've ever said this but I, I was supposed to be on CMT when I was uh like 22 23 they were doing a show called made we're no longer friends you piece of shit Brooks, no! 
Brooks, no. Thanks, Nikki. I appreciate that, dude. Um, I'm supposed to be on CMT because they they uh. Well, they they had a show called Made. Some of you might remember that show on MTV, but there was a show called Made where um you take. Uh, an everyday person, I think that because it was CMT, it was like, we're taking moms and dads and people who never got to live out their life dreams, right? And uh, there was an episode on the on the show where they take this mom who's like 30-something and she always wanted to be in roller derby. She always wanted to be in roller derby. And so um, we got asked as an improv group to help her out with her shit talking abilities and like to do some improv stuff with her because that's a thing in roller derby i guess you got to be it's it's sort of you got to be able to hype and same thing with wrestling right you got to be able to hype it and do all that shit so so we did a whole improv show with her in it i believe i performed on the same team with her so i got to be on this team with her we packed out the crowd it was a fun night. We did a whole show. They taped the whole thing. We signed everything. And then we were like, when's it coming out? They said, we'll send you a thing when it comes out. They sent us the date. We looked it up. Boom. We told everybody. We told everybody. I'm 22. I'm 23. I'm like, fuck, I'm about to be on TV on fucking CMT. This is crazy. I don't even listen. I don't even listen to country music. That's the whole thing. It's country music television. Not everybody even knows what CMT is, but it's a national thing. We're, yeah, we're just shouting it out to everybody. We have a watch party, all of it. Our segment, completely cut. None of it. Zero percent. Zero percent of it is used. We don't get even, we don't even get like a post credits, like, hey, look at us, look at what we did. Like, she did a whole show. We organized this whole event, sold out this night, did a whole fucking thing. Nothing. Zero. Absolutely zero. And, uh, Man, did I did I learn a valuable lesson that night, which is uh it's never it's never done. It's never done until it's done. Never done until it's done. America's Got Talent. Very similar thing. Went to LA. First year. I'm like twenty oh, fuck. What am I? Twenty-four, I think, at this point. Probably younger. Probably probably younger. Probably younger than that. I think it. I think I. I want to say the year was like 2011. So I would have been like 21, 22. At this point, we get on. Um, we fucking dude. We we. Not everybody knows this story either. So we get there. They like us. They really fucking like us. They they hold us back. They say okay, everybody, but this group can leave. You know, we do our audition. Um, bang. They're like, everybody leave except for you guys. You guys stay. You guys stay right here. So we stayed. We were like, oh, shit, what does this mean? We're fucking chilling. And then uh, and then they're like, hey, so we have another room we're going to take you to immediately to perform for another group of producers. So we're like, oh, shit. <laughs> well, okay. Do that. Other producers are laughing. They're enjoying it. They're like, oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. Then they're like, okay, well, hold on. You're going to stay right here. We're going to send you to this other room, another round of Purdue. 
We get there. We do the thing. They're like, whoa, funny stuff, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, just, do you mind sticking around? And we're like, yes, we don't, we don't mind sticking around at all. So really, no, we don't mind sticking around. We get there. We do the thing. Um, now they start interviewing us. And they start talking to us about all this shit. They're just, they're just like, hey, just wanna, just wanna, we're gonna, we're gonna film some of your guys. Which guys? I'm one of the three guys, right? And we go up, we just talk shit, we have some fun, we're just playing around, we're goofing off, we're being goofs, we're being goofs, as is per the agreement of what we've signed on to do. We're being goofs, being a bunch of young goofs. Take us, they take us up with a camera, just us, just us, with our whole group and a camera team, film us on the roof, doing improv exercises, acting goofy, and then having some of us come out, I'm another one of those people, I come out and I interview and we're talking, and I'm talking up a storm, they're asking questions, I'm one after another, just punchline, punchline city up in here just like boom bang boom bing bang boom boom laughter from the people behind the camera oh oh this is wonderful we're like okay they say all right you'll hear from us and we said thank you very much we never hear from them we don't even get uh, all of that filming they got an hour and a half's worth of filming of us of us nothing Zero, nada, not a piece, not even, not even a piece of me going, of me being fun or whatever, right? What up, Cody? Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Appreciate them birthday wishes. Ooh, man's coming up Friday. <sighs> America's Got Talent was just like, okay, that would have, that would have been, that would have been sweet. That would have been everything we wanted at that time. That could have opened some real doors for us. <sighs> nothing, nothing. Funny follow-up to that. Some of you may have seen me. Some people were hitting me up because we've been auditioning for that show not straight for the last, like, six, seven years, but pretty much every year. We missed one or two years in a seven, eight-year run of us auditioning for that show. Bummer. Bummer City. Never had another good time as good as that except last year we did actually get like some placement and some stuff and they did put us at the front of a line to do some stuff and funny enough really cool thing happened i got a line on the you know how they do like the pre-roll like america's got talent even better this year with with like blah 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 and it just like shows random clip random clip random clip random clip of like all of these different clips of like random stuff there's like a dog skateboarding and then there's like a girl a bunch three girls dressed like mermaids and then it's and then it cuts to me and i'm in line and i'm just making a funny joke i'm just making a joke like yeah we just signed up to be here just for today we're uh we're all gonna we're all gonna kill ourselves at the end of the show <laughs> we're it's some dumb shit you know some dumb shit some dumb jokey network style joking type shit and uh, I, so I can't, I have like this weird credit that means absolutely zero because I have not been on America's Got Talent stage. However, I've been on the show where it shows me and it shows me making a joke and then everybody laughing. So 
that's uh that was you know that was a weird thing for people to <laughs> hit me up about dude you're on america's got talent oh my god brett what are you? and i'm just like what the fuck are these people talking and i just and i look at the clip i'm like oh my god oh my god i can't believe this yeah, I'm in the, I'm in the, whenever they did the Las Vegas audition, we could probably find it. We can probably find it. Let's see. 2018 Las Vegas audition. America's Got Talent. I bet, I bet we can find the clip. Um, let's see. So let's see if we can find this. Let's see if we can if we can listen in. It was a dumb joke. So don't, don't I'm setting you up because I know that it's not a good joke. <laughs> don't let that affect the feeling of this. But it was yeah, it was just a strange credit to have. Just a very strange credit. Um this wasn't it. Yeah, it was like the pre-roll at like the beginning of the show. Um, America's Got Talent audition site. They're still looking for people, man. They're still looking for talent in America. And apparently, America's Got Talent. That's what they keep saying. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to find it. I think you'll just have to. <clears throat> you know, I'm pretty sure you'll have to. Just uh, look that up. Maybe it was 2019. No, it was 2018. Had to be. Got talent. Uh, this wasn't this year. Maybe it wasn't. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was like yeah. You'll be able to see it. What up, Zen Kinji? Thanks for the happy birthdays, yo. I appreciate you. Appreciate that. Um, man, yeah. It it's what a. But again, you know, what a what a letdown that was. What a letdown that was. Um But then I, you know, then I sort of got into the voice acting thing. You know, I I started doing stand up around 24 went until I was about 28 years old. Till I was 28 years old, so uh, you getting that birthday time with your BBG? With BBG, what the hell does BBG stand for? BBG, with your BBG. What the hell's BB and then G? I don't. Baby girl, oh my baby girl. No, Zen Kinji. I. Uh, it's we're. She is right now in the process of moving to Los Angeles. She is moving. She's moving. But that's fine. You know, she's she is basically she's she is uh, on her way to better, bigger things. She wants to do producing work and shit like that, you know, in the film industry. That's why I liked her. We had a lot in common and uh, she's moving there. So I think we're going to do the. We're going to do the long distance thing if she's still down. I haven't gotten a chance to see her because it's all happened so fast. Basically what happened was she was working on a show here that I can't talk about. 
And the producer from that show, she got to work closely with, he promoted her. So she got a promotion from just being a regular production assistant to actually having like a legitimate credit, like a really good credit on the show. What up, Warren? How's it going, man? Thank you for the birthday wishes. Thank you for your support, bro. I know I give you a hard time a lot, but it's because I love you. And uh, and it's fun. We're just fun. We're just fun guys, just goofing around, goofing about. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. So her. So she she got real close to the producer. Producer loves her. Says, hey, I'm working on a show. Next, I'm working on a show after this in Los Angeles. What do you want to do? And she's like, I want to do this. And he's like, you want to be for real at this? She's like, yeah, I want to be for real at this. He's like, well, I'm working on a for real show. This show is for real. It's in Vegas. There's a shit ton of for real shows in Los Angeles because that's where all the for real people want to be. Why don't you come with me? Come do the show. I can guarantee you a spot on the show. Bang. Ah. Out the door. Confetti. Cue the music. It's over. It's a wrap. She's got it. You know. Next thing I know, I'm hanging with her. I'm hanging with this producer guy. This dude's, like, fucking cool as shit. Like, he's... Man, we're just hanging with him and his husband, and we're just, like, fucking having a... Like, a grand fucking time, dude. We're having a grand fucking time. They introduced me to a metal band called Ghost. Holy shit. Check those motherfuckers out. Like, it was just a good time. We go to his place... They invite us to their place when we're out there. So a couple weeks ago, you know, we went to L.A. She was checking out some places to live and uh, got to hang out in their sweet-ass apartment. Like, it was just a nice time. And now, you know, like, I, you know, I've never done a long-distance thing. I've really never had, like, a relationship relationship before. So this is, like... This is all new. I'm taking it one day at a time. There's not really much else you can do at this point. Um, but she's so busy moving. Like, I feel really bad for her because she's she, because it's happening so fast. Like, she's in scramble mode right now. So it's like I've offered my support. She hasn't hit me up for it. But because of that, you know, her parents came. They're going to help her move and all that stuff. So I think that they got it wrapped on lockdown and they're in like they're in like rush mode. I think they're in rush mode. Full on boom bang bang boom rush mode right now. So, um I don't think you know that they I think that they're just not even thinking about me being I'm just another nuisance in the way if I'm standing there cuz they got the lockdown on how they're going to do shit. So, yeah, I haven't even really seen her in the last week and a half two weeks not since ooh, yeah it's been a while it's been it's been a minute and i miss her i miss her dearly if you're listening to this i miss you i miss you baby girl i don't call her that in life i don't it's not my that's a fat minute i know dude it's a fat minute but we're texting we're doing all that stuff i'm trying my best not see here's the thing i don't want to be a nuisance to her Cause I know she's in the middle of some hardcore shit. She's doing some shit, man. She's like, this is not. It's not easy. It's not easy moving, but then moving within a certain time period, and you're in crunch time because you know you gotta move by the time this whole thing starts, and you gotta be settled and all this shit. Like, it's, it's changing so fast. Like, she's. We don't even. We, we haven't even really had time to talk or do shit. And I get that. She is just in move 
or get out the motherfucking way mode. So because she's in that mode, I know that I have to get out the fucking way for right now. For right now. I trust her. She's cool. Things with us are cool. Everything's good. We'll see where this takes us. We'll see where all of this takes us. Am I in my brain? Am I like, oh, yeah, a little bit, little bit, little bit. But just it's human. I'm writing that off to human dumb thoughts. That's just dumb human thoughts. What else is going on? You know, 20s, 20s has been just interesting. I worked so hard for all of this. I wanted this. I wanted to be able to do my own shit. To just work by myself. Work on my own shit. I wanted to be an actor. I wanted to be a writer. I wanted to, you know, be an improv comedian entertainer. I wanted to be... You know, I wanted to be a fucking stand-up comedian. I wanted to entertain people. I wanted to create shit that would make people have fun and laugh and do all this shit. And now I get to do that. I get to do, I get to, I, the voice acting thing, right? 2015, 2016, when I found these people, holy shit, they changed my life. And looking back at it, you know, I'd had so many swings big giant swings you know performing in front of caesar's you know who owns half the strip like bally's paris uh caesar's uh 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 fuck um harrah's uh planet hollywood like all of these casinos on the strip i performed for for the entire executive staff all the executives were looking for a new show like and i got to perform for like multiple executives on the caesar's staff multiple times more than once to a point where it was like man and it looked like it was like wow there's potential here this could really work out you know um just so many weird things you know I, I was, uh, you know, just just a lot of just a lot, just a lot of crazy shit. I got to you know go travel and perform in comedy clubs in different states and cities. Like, that's crazy, you know. I got to go and you know it was it was actually the stand up. It was actually the stand up stuff that got me into voiceover. So it was like. That was the connecting piece for me to then say, oh, I, maybe I should take a look at voiceover because I want to do that work. I just felt like, oh, I have to get famous first or I have to live in L.A. or in one of these major cities and I can look into it then. Meanwhile, the whole time, right underneath my nose, not the whole time, right around the time I was looking, this studio was here, it popped up, bang, you know, it's a whole big thing. and Just... Just looking back through my 20s, man, hard, sweaty work paid off. That's exactly it, Zen Kinji. Like, that's the that's the moral of the story. That's what I take away is I, I not once, you know, at some point I have a friend named Kim who told me, like, I'm, you just do whatever you want and you don't really care what other people think. And I. When she told me that, I was like, that's crazy. I do. I re I care a lot about what people think. But she's like, yeah, but you never let it, like, really affect you. Like, you kind of just do you. And you're just, like, you're very free about a lot of stuff. And I was like, well, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, why the fuck should I listen to anybody else, you know? It's like, it's like, well, she's like, that's not something everybody has. 
a lot of people are out here too busy thinking about what other people are thinking about them or doing and she's just like you just do whatever like me owning this fucking this shirt with this cat this is my favorite fucking shirt this is probably top top five shirts for me top five shirts pusheen man i don't even care that i'm giving you free promotion pusheen lady lady who makes pusheen you listen to this send me some pusheen gear some pusheen swag i will fucking i will market the shit out of this because i love pusheen that's my shit. That's my cat. It's a really funny looking cat. You know, he's got friends that are like scraggly looking cats. It's fun. It's a fun thing. It's a little girly. It's a little girly, but I'm, I don't give a fuck about that because I like it. I think that it's funny. I think Pusheen's funny. And if you don't like that, then you can go fuck off. That's fine. But it's that attitude that's gotten me here because I don't think or care what a lot of people fucking say. Um, that's crazy. You're here reminiscing the 20s when I haven't hit the 20s yet. One more year till then. Um, Quills, that's fine that you don't like Pusheen. I fucking love that cat. It's my favorite. It's my favorite cat. Um, Zen Kenji, if I were to give you, and this is completely unsolicited because you haven't asked for advice, but if I were to give somebody who is not quite 20 yet some advice, do what you fucking want to do. Figure out what you want to do. If you don't know what you want to do, figure out what the fuck wakes you up on the inside and what the fuck you like. If I hadn't tried improv, I never would have gotten there. If I had just written it off and been like, eh, improv's like a thing. Never would have been here. Never would have gotten here. Even though I thought for sure I was going to I was gonna go the acting writing route, improv was like, oh my God, what a world. What a world. I love this. I, uh, this is my favorite world. Right? Never would have gotten there, but I, I thought I wanted to do acting and writing. Then I then I found improv. Then I thought I wanted to do improv. Then I found stand-up, and then I thought I wanted to do stand-up. But then stand-up led me to fucking... Stand-up led me to voiceover. I had... I, one, I had a friend... I got to go do an anime... Anime Los Angeles. I did several shows there uh, under a buddy of mine who invited me. and he And I fucking met a guy who's a voice actor there he was doing a panel um and he's he owns his own studio does all this shit and then it took me a couple years before i finally actually did something about what he told me which was you know go find go reach out to people in town that uh and see and see if you can learn from people about voice acting you know and i didn't do that for two years and then and then when i I, when I found out that one of the my stand-up buddies, my stand-up friends, was a voice actor, I was like, oh, shit. But here's the moral of the story. Uh, if you let people tell you what to do in life, even if it's something you don't like, like if somebody's like, somebody was like, Brent, you should go be a voice actor, and then I find out that I want to do it, then it's like, oh, great. I'll do what you said because I love this. But if you're doing something just because somebody else told you to fucking do it, it's not enough time. It's not enough time. Time is precious, man. Time is precious. It is valuable. And it is so valuable when you're young. Because the investments you put in now will allow you the, the things that you want later on. The, invest, the, the, um, the amount and, and willingness of investment you're taking now is going to pay off dividends when you are my age. And on the eve, right, on the... 
in the two days before I turn 30, I can I can say that I am happier now than I have ever been in my entire fucking life. Because I worked hard and I had a lot of sleepless nights and I spent a lot of time doing shit that a lot of people said was a waste of time. You know, family members were like, you're still doing improv. I mean, are, are they paying you? Like, is, is anyone getting paid from the improv? And I'm like, no, you don't understand, though. I fucking love this. I fucking really enjoy this. I'd rather do this for free than, you know, like I'm fi- Like I am willing to take that time because I love it. Fuck yeah. I always wanted to take lessons in full and full send piano, but I always kept pushing away due to work in school. I need to make time. You need to make time, motherfucker. Make time. Make time. At least make the time so that you can realize if it's the thing that you love the most, Zen Kinji, or you might get there and be like, man, I'm so tired. I actually really fucking hate piano. You might just hate piano and you don't know it yet. You might love playing piano music, but you hate learning the piano. And then at that point, if you're like, man, I do not enjoy this. Then you can figure out the next fucking thing. That's it. That's it. That's the whole secret. Go try shit, man. Go try shit. That's exactly it. You got to figure out what you like, but you're going to figure out a shit ton of stuff that you didn't like. And people always are telling me, right, because I teach voice acting now. They're always like, is this a waste of my time? And I'm like, no. If you think this is what you want, then I will help you get there, but you you very well might find a time when you don't fucking want to do this. And guess what? That all wasn't a waste of time. That was you putting an investment in to yourself, doing something you enjoyed until you didn't do it anymore. And then you can figure out the next part of what is going to wake you up, because that might lead you to the next thing. I haven't really even talked about this, but there's a guy who came to the voice actor studio... Uh, was really good, really fun, really talented. I fucking love this dude. And he, and he was doing the voice acting stuff, doing the voice acting stuff. He took my improv class that I provide at the studio. He said, where else can I learn this stuff? I pointed him at the place, comedy sports, where I, you know, do some improv stuff. And, uh, he, now he wants to move to Chicago to go pursue improv dreams where improv is huge out there with second city and all these fucking play annoyance theater. So it's like, was all of the voice acting stuff now a waste? No, I think he still might use it, but maybe I think, but in, if he's willing to move to there, then I, I'm willing to, you know, venture a guess that I think he's found a passion that he cares very deeply for. And I, you know, I'm so happy that I got to be a part of that journey and a part of all that. But do I think that that then means that that was all a waste doing that? No. Fuck no. People are like, oh, I don't want to waste my time. You're wasting your time not fucking doing it. You're wasting your time not fucking doing something about the things that you think you might like. You're not wasting your time doing it. You're wasting your time thinking about doing it. Because if you do it and you don't like it, guess what? That wasn't a waste of fucking time. That was you figuring out what it was you didn't like. And you're not going to know until you fucking do it and see if you like it or don't like it. That's it. That's it. Follow your dreams, people. Follow your fucking dreams. Because life is too short, dude. I blinked and I'm 30 years old now. I didn't blink. I put a lot of fucking hard work in. And now I'm 30 years old and I'm loving my life. And I'm looking forward to working harder this year at 30 than I've ever worked in my goddamn life. I am serious about this shit, dude. 
I am not playing games anymore. I want to fucking, I want to be there. I, you know, I sat down with my mentor, with my mentor, Melissa Motes, who owns the studio, who trained me, who is, who is wonderful. I went to her studio, her home. I asked if, if I could shadow her and watch her work. I went to her home and like watched her work. And I was like, Jesus, she's outworking me. 20 years in, she is outworking me. And I was like, fuck. And she was, and she looked me dead in the eye and was like, how are you doing? Like, what kind of numbers are you putting out? And I was like, you know, I'm putting out somewhere between five to, you know, probably about 10 to 15, I think, which is somewhat true. But I was probably on the lower side of that, less than less than 10 to 15 auditions a day, you know, probably somewhere around 10-ish to 12. And she looked me in the eye and she was like, Brent, you are one of the most talented people I've ever met. There is like almost nothing you can't do. And she was like, if you want, you can make, you can totally hit a six-figure income by next year. She said, that's on the table. And she was like, you put out 20 to 30 auditions a day? And she's like, I put out 20 to 30 auditions a day. And that's with all the work she's fucking doing. So I'm just sitting here like, Jesus, I'm not even doing shit here. I ain't doing shit. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm now as I'm moving into 30, I'm starting to realize me and who I am as a human being. And I'm starting to understand a lot of different shit. I'm starting to really get it. I'm starting to see my pitfalls. But more importantly, I'm starting to see why my pitfalls exist. And it's just like, I am not doing this for the money. But man, do I want to work hard enough to earn that? I, I'm, I want to work hard enough and earn a, 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 a magnificent living by this. What up, Cray Kai? How you doing, homeboy? Thanks for stopping by, man. Long time no see. But I'm 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 looking to work. I'm looking to work hard. That was last week. I've have a calendar now where I'm putting up how many auditions I'm doing. I put out 25 on Monday, 24 yesterday. I think I'm already at like 17, 18, and I'll probably do more later on tonight. After as soon as this podcast is finished, I'm gonna get a few more in. I got a few more audition notices as i as i've been doing this podcast but fuck dude i'm fu- i'm done fucking around 30 is gonna be the best years for sure 20s still a little awkward still a little weird 30s is about to be fucking it crazy good people out here are talking like 30 it's over like you're so old i can't believe that's like some 25 year old talk man 30 for real i'm about to fuck shit up like this shit's about to like if you see the shit it's about to be fucked up. You're not even going to recognize the shit once I'm done with it. This whole year. And for the next 10 years till 40, man. And guess what? At at 39, as when I'm still doing this fucking podcast and I'm talking about this shit, I am going to reflect back on this podcast and be like, what the fuck was I talking about at 29? What, what, kind, what type of goofy shit? And I'll do that fart noise and I'll laugh again at the fart. And I'll be like... <laughs> I still think farts are funny. But I'll be like, this is, you know, each year, each year, it's going to be the best year. 
each year from now, I've figured out what I want to do. I've figured out the game plan. I'm putting myself in position to make motherfucking moves because I worked and I ate shit and I got very disappointed and wanted to quit. Actually, no, I never wanted to quit. I never want. I never was like, if I don't make it, if I don't make it by by 24 years old, then I'm out of the game, homie. Like I'm. Ne- I was never like that. I was always like, I fucking love this too much to quit this. I fucking love this way too much. I'm never quitting this shit. I love it, and that's what got me here. And uh, if you want to do that, you have complete capability to do so. Adam and MTG, dude, all of the, all, all, all of that. This is a reunion right here. Thank you. I had my kid after I hit thirty, and I did circles around gals ten years younger than me. It's staying busy. Stay busy, and you will stay strong. I think that it is. Somebody was just talking about Clint Eastwood and how he's older, but he looks great, and he just keeps working. That's gonna be me, dude. It's gonna be me. I don't want. I don't. I just want to fucking work. I just want to work at doing this shit, man. Somebody asked Sam Jackson one time, "Why do you keep? Why do you just do anything? Why do you just do any films? Like, why? Why aren't you more selective and picky with the films you make?" And Sam Jackson legit was like, "I really fucking like acting." I really fucking like acting, and I struggled for a long time when nobody gave a shit about me or what I brought to the table. So any oper- so all the opportunities now that are rolling in is a blessing. I want to just do all of this at all times. So that is exactly my thought. I want to fucking do this shit till I die everybody i don't think you understand like this shit is like not this is not this is not some fucking like this is not some like short term let me make some cash and go retire on a beach somewhere this is like i love doing this this wakes up my soul this gives me a reason for living improv voice acting entertaining i fucking love this shit I have a co-worker, he's over 70, he's amazing and is a better worker than most people. I get it, I understand that when you love what you do, that's how it works. I'm old as fuck and a gaming streamer and pulling ladies non-stop. One of these things is not true. <laughs> yeah, you ain't old as fuck, man. You good. Um, Do what you love, that's it. And guess what? If you follow what you love, you might find out that there's something else that you love more. But it's always refining that process. You'll keep refining that process till you find eventually the thing that you want to fucking really do. And so he did Django Unchained. <laughs> exactly. It was a fun role. I've also seen young people who just lay down and give up. It's discouraging to me. It's, dis- it's not discouraging. It's It's sad. It's sad to me. It's sad to me to see people who are like 22 who are like, oh, it's over. I'm 22 already. It's, I can't do shit. I can't change shit. Yes, you can. You can change your situation. And when I say that, let me make it very clear. To a lot of people, you can change your situation. You can do something else. You can do something. If you're in America, you can do something. If you're in, If you are in one of the impoverished cities in the Philippines... Right. And you don't even have like fucking 
running water, clean water. You don't even understand clean water and all that shit. It's unfortunate, but you, you might not have a lot that you can do. But you can do something. You can do something. The, the, the possibility of making your life better lies with you. You can do something. Even if it's a mindset shift. Even if it's just learning something. You can do something. Man. It, it, but it's disheartening to me. To see like when 20, when 20 somethings, when 30 somethings, when 40 somethings are like, oh, it's just over. It's done. I can't even, I don't, there's nothing I can do. Yes, there is. You can go out. You can go do some shit. If you're 95, it's like, you know, there's not a lot. It's not a lot you can go, you know. You can't go see if you if you may, might be the next tennis star. You know, like there's a lot of shit you can't do at 95. Is it too late? No, you can still go do shit. You still got maybe you know you could have like another 10 years there. Fucking develop a skill. But yeah, a little off topic from passion. But how do I up my Tinder game? My romantic social life has been dry this whole summer. Shave your head, bro. No, I'm just fucking with you. Don't shave your head. Don't shave. You've got some good hair. Don't shave your head. Be yourself and don't be afraid to stand out, Kinji. That's my thing. Don't be afraid to stand out. Everybody's writing their Tinder like they're trying to like be cool or like be what they think somebody's going to like on Tinder or any of these sites. And you got to ask yourself, do you mesh best with Tinder? Because you might mesh best better with OkCupid. I like OkCupid better than Tinder for a reason. It's because on Tinder, you have like one little short thing. Coffee meets bagel, same thing. You have like one little short thing. Like I can't I can't write. You can't get to know who the fuck I am. And I'm not getting girls based off of my looks. Like I don't look bad. I'm willing to admit that. But I don't look like, you know, handsome Chad Lexington over here who's got like the fucking full head of hair and he's like you know he's like fit he's got he's got his shirt off he's 22 he's 24 you know like I'm not competing with that dude because that's not the and I don't want the type of girls that are into that dude I don't want those types of girls that's where tinder that's to me that's tinder that's to me that's tinder how you spell it okay cupid o the letter k and then cupid that's how I do it Look, just look up other social, look up other sites, look up other fucking dating apps. You'll find like a bunch. There's a shit ton now. Go experiment, go experiment. You know, some people don't like Facebook. They, they interact better on Twitter. Some people like Instagram better than LinkedIn and all of these different things they use, you use it for different reasons. You're going to different ways of communicating. And so you have different results. Same thing with dating apps. Try out, try out different dating apps, dude. Don't just stick to Tinder just cause why, why? because that's the fancy one that's the that's the young people's one right um who the fuck wants chad lexington that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying who wants chad lexington i don't know cindy bmw <laughs> it's super crappy where i live but we have family here and we have good jobs and have made the best we can gossamer goddess is exactly what you do it's exactly what you do you make the best of where you are you make the best of it you may you you have the power. You have so much more power than you think. Oh man. Hey, Dick Van Dyke reprised his role as the bank manager of Mary Poppins Returns and he still sings live. The man in his nineties. He do right? I wanna keep doing this shit. I, I wanna be ninety and still be like that dude. 
who's putting out podcasts, who's doing all this shit. Like, and this, and this is all this is crazy. Like, this is like I can't imagine even looking back at this when I'm 90 years old, because it'll be here. All this shit will be here. I'll be like, man, how fucking dumb was I at 30? You know? <laughs> how right was I about a lot of things? How wrong was I about a lot of things? But yeah, OK Cupid, you can write a bunch of different shit, and you have you can put different likes. And to me, it's just a better process because I want to know. I want to know stuff about the girl. I'm not looking for a quick smash. I'm not looking for a quick smash. I'm not looking. That's kind of Tinder, you know. Looking for a quick smash. That's that's a lot of it is based on how you look and other shit. But OK Cupid, you can just be yourself. You can write a profile that like that actually is like in your voice, right in your voice, right in your voice of who you are. You know, and don't be afraid to sound stupid or or fun or you know goofy. Don't be afraid to sound goofy, because that might be the thing that leads to. Don't don't ever like second guess yourself and be like, oh, is that too lame? Is that too lame? Because the thing here's the thing: the girls who think you're who thinks that what you're saying from your heart is lame, they're not gonna be for you because they're gonna think that you're fucking lame. Because the and then you're just gonna be pretending. You gotta be your fucking self. Now, I know it's hard when you're young because you don't know, who am I? Who am I? Who am I? Right? Like, <laughs> like, it's impossible to know. It's impossible. Like, I'm 30. I still don't know exactly who I am, but I know how to write. Like, I'm writing in a way that's going to be polarizing. I'm writing I'm writing F-bombs and I'm writing shit like, because I, say, I talk like this. So I, I write in the way that I talk. Somebody's going to find that attractive. Who is that? I don't know. Somebody. And guess what? You'll find more people that way. Don't try to be liked by everybody. It's the same stand-up comedy tip that I have. Don't. If you try to be liked by everybody, nobody's gonna like you. Nobody's gonna like you. But if you just try to, if you, if you just are yourself and it's just honest and it's coming from the heart, the shit that you're saying, what you're looking for, you know. I'm putting crazy ass shit on my OK Cupid stuff, or I was, you know, pre pre girlfriend life. I was, I told them to listen to this podcast. I created this podcast, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll let girls listen into this. I'm better. At, I'm better off paper. So come see what I'm about. If I make you laugh a couple times on this podcast, all the best, all the better. Great. You know my personality. You know what you're gonna get. You know, like don't be afraid to stand out. Standing out's the best thing. Brent will be the next big Vic Dan, Dick Van Dyke. That's funny, dude. Hopefully. I plan to find my wife at TwitchCon. Hells yeah. Hells to the hells yeah. Uh, Chad Lexington is shallow, but it's not his fault. The world handed him so much that inside he has nothing. <laughs> oh, man. You'll probably look at how positive you were and be proud. Hopefully. It's harder to be the person bringing hope than the one spreading all the negativity. You are traveling the higher road. I don't even think it's that. I think it's, you know, uh, I, I appreciate you saying that. I really do. But I think that it's, I think that, you know what it is? Kevin Hart said it best. It's just not cool right now to be positive. Like people, it's just not cool to be like, hey, let me tell you about the things that I like. It's just like, oh, I want to die. It's like so stupid. Life is dumb. You know, like that's like the current trend. And it's like, but it's so much better to be positive. So I don't think I'm walking like some high road or anything like that. I, all I'm saying is I'm doing my best because this works for me. 
This works for me, and it works for, I think, 99% of people. Positivity always wins out. I think that positivity is always better than negativity. So it's like, you know, mindset. Again, keep, to keep doing what I've been doing, to keep to keep positive and to – I've trained myself. The positivity is in me. I mean, I talked about all of the fucking failures and shit that didn't go right in my past. Like, with all that, you think it's – you think you think I'm sitting around with any type of negativity? No. No. And ultimately I just I look at the world and I'm like, there's so much worse shit going on in other places. You know, people are people are out here, you know, in certain countries, you know, worried that they're gonna fucking die of an unknown disease that's curable in a in a first world country but isn't in the third world country. You know, you're afraid for your family that the government's gonna fucking come in and like, legit, like, kick your door in and shoot you up and fucking, you know, stab you to death or whatever. Like, they're, they're like, like, we're, we're, they're, we're not perfect, but we're not, we're not, like, no indoor plumbing, which is, like, a huge, like, the advantages we have of just expecting indoor plumbing. Holy shit. Like, and, and, and this sounds really fucked up, but in my brain, there's, like, certain places that people travel to where I'm like, it doesn't even seem like, I don't even think that they have indoor plumbing there. And, man, that's got to, I don't even want to visit a place like that. I don't even want to visit a place like that. And there are people living in situations like that. Living in it. Man, you know. Your depression is a trend. No, no, depression isn't a trend. I just think that, uh... Depression isn't a trend. More so, positivity has become, like, not cool. Chilling with with high schoolers, like, I will say, you know, not chilling, but teaching high schoolers. Like, the whole, like, the whole joking of, like, oh, you know, life is the worst and blah, blah, blah. Like, like, oh, it, it's, it's rough. It's rough. Like that being that being like cool thing like it it it's you know that's like the goth thing you know like oh, life's an endless like it's it's just I think it's like the angsty there's a lot of the angsty stuff I don't think it's necessarily a trend but it is inside of human beings I think negativity is easier for humans than positivity is but I think ultimately in the world that we live in now positivity will win out. I think positivity is the is the better way to go. I think negativity wins when saber-toothed tigers are jumping out of the fucking woodwork. And it's like, you want to go to that new place? Nah! Saber-toothed tiger comes along, we're fucked! That dude survived. The other guy who was like, well, I think that I'm going to have a good old time going into this cave. Oh! oh, oh saber-toothed tiger! Why did I... Why did I think of this idea? These are my last words as I die. You know, like that guy died in those days. Like positivity definitely lost out in the in the days of old. You know, um, negativity definitely the winner. But then we evolved. We evolved with it, and then the world changed and civilization changed, and now we don't have to worry about that. And so, like, it's the people who can be positive that I think ultimately end up coming out on top. I think it's I think it's just it's mindset shifting and 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 just yeah and this is coming this is coming from i don't talk about this a lot but this is coming from a dude me i was diagnosed with depression and anxiety 
and ADHD when I was a child. I was I was clinically de- I was clinically depressed. Uh, uh, I took I was medicated um, for a while, and uh, I mean this this is you know. I, I grew I, I grew up in a family that was always very afraid of things. That was always very afraid, you know, very paranoid, very very all, always very afraid. I grew up with parents that got divorced. I came from a family, you know. Um, my mom struggles with alcohol, and like you know, my grandfather did before her, and you know, I I, just, I came out of not ideal conditions. For this, and I will say that coming from both sides of it, as somebody who lived through negativity and really saw the life in in this way, to now that I look back at the way that I used to view life, um, I'm just, I'm just happier now. But I do agree with Kevin Hart. Like you know, he he jokes around about it, and he's like, some lady pulled off to the side, pulled over to the side of the street, and he's like, nobody ever pulls off to the side of the street. Nobody ever comes up to me and says, "Hey, that, I saw you in that great movie, man." He's always like, somebody always pulling off to the side of the road and being like, "When are you gonna make a good movie?" There's <laughs> a really funny video on that, but um, it's not blind positivity. It's the ability to keep your attitude hopeful and adapting. Yeah, I think that there's a fine line because if you're if you're out here not practical with your positivity, then you can fall down a, an equally dangerous trap, which is like everything's fine. Oh, I trust everybody, and then it's not a saber toothed tiger that does you, and it's like a human being who's trying to like get a one up on you. That fucking ends it up, you know. Um. hopeful and adapting um i get depressed sometimes because i'm pretty liberal and progressive in my thoughts and people here are super conservative it means being the odd person in a lot of cases here's a weapon a cultivated social tool advertising and media feeds on all of us yeah i agree with that i have severe chronic depression does nothing but drive people away and bring them down nobody is glamorizing depression when you're 30 yeah it's not I mean it I don't I don't think anybody's glamorizing depression period. I mean it's rough. It's rough. Um, you know, I mean things that helped me I'm you know, I'm I'm very grateful that I was able to get out of the situations cuz uh it was like, man, I was in some pretty dark I was in some pretty dark places in some very dark places but I, I i sought out help and i sought out you know help online even like like looking like googling shit and being like oh man like what can i do and really you know when i was at uh when i was at unlv i there was there was there was a wellness center and they had like a a physician on staff not a physician, sorry, a, uh, a psychologist, psychiatrist, which either one of the two, uh, on staff that I went to like sort of regularly. And she helped me with a lot of shit, you know? And like, um, and then when I was a kid, I was getting a lot of help. I was getting a lot of help, but I just didn't understand anything. World looked dark. 
a lot of kids it, 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 and it's funny because it's like a lot of people have these memories of being like oh I remember being a kid and like being able to go out and you know do all the shit that I want to do for me I was like my brain was like I gotta be a little grown up about this shit cause it's like you know teenagers never change they aren't in their 30s Tell that to the Tumblr teens who say suicidal people are angels that want to go home on a picture of a sweet, innocent girl who is in white fake wings but is holding a gun to her head. Oh, my gosh. See you, Nikki. This got this took a dark turn. This this episode took a dark turn. But, you know, I there's going to there's going to be, you know, you know, all you can do is is find help. It's, uh, it's always, uh, it always does when I'm around. Nah, you're good, man. Um, but it's, it's, you know, it's a serious thing. Morality needs to be discussed in a healthy way too. Too much stigma. Morality, right? There's, there's a lot. There's, (laughs) here's the thing. Here's my hot take on the internet. Is that we came out of a time where uh, we came out of a time where you weren't supposed to talk about shit, where you did, did not ever have any deep conversations with people about any of your deeply held beliefs, right? You, you never did. You were taught. You don't ever talk about religions or politics. So you go through your life. You have your own views. You talk to you talk amongst a couple friends at a barbecue, maybe about something fine fine but you never really go that deep it's always sort of like oh you see the bears won the game you know you know um and if you did talk about it you'd sort of bring it up a little bit timidly and see how other people might react to it you know i'm talking about pre-internet you know there was a huge stigma against talking too real about shit and then fucking yeah The streamer can't read. Mortality. Sorry. Mortality does need to be. Morality. Mortality. All of this. You know. I've had these exact conversations. It's healthy to disagree or real talk. It is. Then the internet came around. And then people were posting up their opinions. Regardless of what it was. Because they didn't think about. You know. The people on the other side. And then suddenly people have this huge shift. And it's like these. It's just people like I don't even know who you are, but I am going to uh, uh, yell at you via social media and get mad about it because we were so repressed from talking about it for so long. Now that we finally get to talk about it, we get to see that some of these widely held thoughts and positions weren't as, uh, you know, you'd you'd see a guy and you'd say, oh, yeah, he's a nice guy. Now, you know, you find out he's one side or another and suddenly he's slapped with a bunch of labels just for that being that thing. So I think that with the Internet, it's about becoming kinder. That's it. We're going to have more empathy in the future. We'll have to. Otherwise, like we're just going to be running around screaming at people and having unwellness all over the place because people disagree, you know. It's a lot easier to have these conversations in some mediums. I never get in arguments when I'm streaming, but I can't make a post on Facebook without having people attack me. Delete Facebook, I'm a problem solver. Well, Quills, I'm glad you did something. You know, like, you, 
Like, dude, you know, it's awareness. It's find. It's finding your rays of sunshine. It's finding the little things, you know, the little things that bring you joy. That's it. That's I'm a simple man. At the end of the day, I'm just a simple dude who can't. I can't do shit. And I can't do shit about most things. But the one thing I can do shit about is like, okay, I can work on me. I can do things for me. Like, that's what I've come to. That's ultimately where I've come to at almost 30. Like, I, there's so much I can't, I can't fucking control. Having just this tiny bit in me to do the best that I can do, that's, that's enough for me. You know, everything else, I can hope for the best. But uh, I'm going to be working hard to put myself in the positions to get the things that I want. And to help as many people as I can. So, with that being said, I went extra long today. I just had a lot of shit to say. Thanks, everybody. Thank you all, seriously, for joining me live. I I deeply appreciate this. I mean, this podcast sort of doesn't exist in the way that it has, you know, in this very fun format without people that I can actually talk to and conversate with. I know that you're taking time out of your day just to shoot the shit with me, and I... I appreciate the fuck out of that. Um, I just hide all horrible posts I see pop up on Facebook. It's just problematic and I don't have the emotional bandwidth. I get it, Gossamer Goddess. That's exactly it. But you know, like, you know, we're heading, we're heading. This is this whole era is so new. We're heading into a new generation. I think the kids who are growing up with it are going to realize certain truths that we don't realize. You know, even as people who sort of grew up with it but didn't really, like, I think they'll be like, oh, yeah, of course. That's just something somebody posted, you know, or they'll be more thoughtful of what they're posting, things like that. I, I, I think that as people grow older, that will that will be a thing. And I think that people have more empathy about certain shit and about talking about tough topics. And we can have this conversation about tough topics um, without screaming at each other. So happy birthday, Brent. Thanks, Quills. Hey, thanks for stopping by, brother. I appreciate it. They have a right to an opinion, but I don't have to see it or agree with it. I agree with that. I agree with that 100%. Especially if it's compromising how much you are enjoying your use of social media, which is supposed to be fun, right? It's supposed to be a fun thing. It's supposed to be a fun tool. And if you're not having fun on it, then the tool is just isn't working for you. Some people, do, some people didn't like Pokemon. And I will fight you if you exist. You Pokemon haters. But it's some, it wasn't for some people. And you know what? I hate you, but that's fine. <laughs> You're entitled to your wrong opinion about Pokemon. the One of the greatest video games just of all time. Anyways, <laughs> that's a different rant. It's a whole different rant. Hey, everybody, play some fucking Pokemon. I'm going to be 30. Thanks for seeing me off. It's the last of the 20s, baby. Take one last good hard look at all this beauty. All this motherfucking oh, just all of the the side angles, all the side angles. Look at that! Just these hands. Look at these hands. Oh, look at these hands, baby. It's just man, man oh man oh, a man. All right, I'm gonna go play some fucking ping pong. Do a few more auditions. Thanks for listening, and I love you all. Even if you're just listening to this podcast world. Y'all rock. Hit that subscribe button.
if you've been listening and you're not subscribed. I appreciate you. Mwah. Zen Kenji. I did say ping pong. Got my ping pong paddle right here, baby. All right. Cool. Uh, I will see you all next time on Saturday when I will be doing my one-year anniversary. The one-year anniversary, baby. Peace. All right, everybody, take it easy. Happy birthday, Sen Kinji. Thank you for the happy birthday wishes. You want to face me in ping pong? Bruh, I will beat you down. <laughs> and no, I'm not going to TwitchCon. I don't know. It's it's still a little bit away, so I'm, 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 I might change my mind, but no on TwitchCon for right now. I'm not there yet where it will be hugely valuable, I think. So Mwah. love y'all. Peace.